a great day at Huff Insurance. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. Hi, this is Andrea. How may I assist you? Hi, can I speak to Jerry, please? Okay, your name? Joey Jingola. Oh, hey, Joey. Hold on one second there. Thank you. Hi, Joey. It's Jerry. Jerry. How you doing, sir? That's good, Joey. How you doing? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Uh, not me. Nancy does a lot of, on the commercial side, but uh, I mean our CSRs they do the selling. I do the I do the marketing to get the get the leads and all to come in, and then they do the selling. So we don't have any outside producers that we rely on for business. So producer is just a name, right? That was my buddy Jerry Niccolo at Huff Insurance out in Maryland, and you know I like the way they operate up there, and. This is going to be an episode, and, and you'll probably hear in one of a few episodes where Jerry just kind of blows my mind a couple times. And the thing that's interesting, though, and I think we let ourselves get caught up in the idea of a producer, and isn't just a producer the person that handles the business? I mean, that brings in the business per se and, and manages it. I mean, I think I think these these titles have kind of outlived themselves, and it's kind of time to really take a good look at you know who should be doing what work jerry said they don't have any outside producers but basically their csrs are now their producers and i know nancy who's jerry's wife who works there they're big on sales and service they're almost indistinguishable which is probably a little bit unique i would say almost maybe exclusively unique we're always saying that we give great service but we don't view them as being one and the same and I, I, I would like to dig in a little bit deeper on that, but it's very interesting how they have their agency structured and you know who does what and how they view those, those roles in that agency. Because again, saying that you don't have any producers, but yet your CSRs kind of are your producers in the sense that, yeah, maybe they're not out pounding the payment, they're in house, you know, handling incoming business and serving servicing existing business maybe more of a semantics thing possibly than an actual uh, physical thing of, of happening i don't know but the interesting thing is that again once we free ourselves from these labels from these job titles from these descriptions that we've always had and the roles that we've always done it opens ourselves up it opens yourself up to thinking of new creative ways to hire people to make an impact. We do have one girl, we call her a marketer. We're involved in three or four different chambers and business associations, so she goes around to the networking events, to the leads group, and generates referral business, but she's not really a producer per se, because she's just supposed to be our face at these organizational meetings that keeps us out in front of people that we don't have time to go everything, so we hire, go to everything, so we hired somebody to go to these things for us. So. I'm going to go ahead and give you a few seconds to pick up the tiny pieces of your mind that have just been blown and scattered across your office. Okay, go ahead or car. It's actually messy in your car. Uh, Go ahead, do that. Pick up those pieces because right there, whoa, hold on. We hired somebody to just go be the face of the agency and just go work the people in the community. 
Mind blown. Well done, Jerry. I like that. That's outside the box. But Jerry, I have to know more. How long have you been doing something like this? She's been with us uh, a little over a year now, so. I mean, wow. I mean, hiring somebody just to go around and shake hands and kiss babies. I mean, that's got to be a pretty different skill set, right, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, she's a retired police officer, so she knows the community, and uh, a lot of the t- a lot of the things we do with her are local, and and she's big in the community. And um, being a police officer, you know, it's, it's, she's her personality is not one of the being a shy person. She's very out there, and, and she's been um, one of Nancy's lifelong friends. Her, her their their mothers were best friends growing up. So, just when you think that idea couldn't have gotten any better, Jerry goes ahead and tells you that he hired a retired police officer, somebody that is trustworthy, respected. Uh, in the community, right? I mean, all right, just I should probably stop the podcast right now, and we haven't even barely crossed the five minute mark. Unbelievable, right? So, you've got something like this going on where you've got Jerry and Nancy at Huff Insurance. They don't have producers, and they're, they're hiring people to go out and, and schmooze for them and bring, you know, bring those warm relationships, create those referral partners. And, and, and bring that business back into the agency. And they've got their specified roles within the agency and they know what they do. Much like, um, you know, the first episode Jerry was on, I'm blanking on what the actual title was called, um, but it dealt with hiring. Oh, um, is, is uh, fear or something preventing you from hiring your wife? Something like that. Uh, fear might not be the right word. I think it was episode 75. And they just have a very set way of doing things, right? As you heard in the very opening of the show, Jerry does the marketing, right? He brings the business in. They're, they're not producers, CSRs. They handle that business that Jerry brings in. Nancy handles a lot of the commercial stuff. And then they've got, I don't know this lady's name, uh, they've got their former police officer out in the community working the crowd, creating relationships, and bringing the business that way. And again, like I said, you know, We'll dive in in a couple of future episodes about you know Jerry's marketing tactics and some of the things that he is doing that's working, but it's a very interesting system. And, and again, the way that they're working it, I think this all comes down to, and, and the reason that I think this is, right, I say this all comes down to, the reason we don't see this more often is it's, ego is probably a strong word. Insecurity might be a better word, but a lot of agents are not comfortable passing those skills or that job description or that, you know, activity off to somebody. They feel that that is part of the relationship building process. And maybe it is, but Jerry's got the marketing humming. He's got people knocking on their door, calling, uh, you know, on the phone and filling out forms online. He's got it working in all facets. I don't know if anybody's knocking on the door, but he definitely has an online uh, system set up that definitely surprised me once he dug in and explained it to me. And then they've got the community aspect working where they've got somebody out there working the community as a full-time position. It's not like, Hey, I'm going to go be an agent in the community and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to sell the policy. They're just in the community 24 seven, right? So it's specialization and what they're doing. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner that that person is out there hitting all of those meetings. And I'm going to guess and say that it is, you know, it's that maybe that's even giving them an advantage over the other people that are not, right? Because eventually if you're doing those those events yourself, you have to go back and do your job and close the sale. But if the person that is doing the sale and closing the sale and servicing the sale, your CSR, not your producer, 
and you don't have a producer that's bringing that business in, if those people are just working harmoniously as a well-oiled machine together, I mean, why weren't we doing this in the first place, right? Because we're not allowing, we're being more efficient in the sense that we don't have to wait, stop, you know, stop from networking, stop from shaking hands, stop from going to breakfast, lunch, and dinner to go make the sale. You can go to breakfast, lunch, dinner, have a snack and a cup of coffee, and those sales are still happening. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a, a very loose, rigid, you know, automation term, right? That's automation in a, in a way, right? They're automating that, that process to where they don't have to worry about, you know, making sure their producers or their CSRs are running around and missing this, missing that. Everybody's where they need to be, where they need to be all the time. And so now you're going to say to me, Joey, well, that's, this is all fine and dandy. And, and this is such a blue sky, end of the rainbow pot of gold, lifetime, happy ending movie. Actually, I don't know if lifetime movies end happily anymore, but is this working? No, there's a hand. I mean, she gives us a list of people that she has. She deals with some mortgage brokers and some realtors and actually some captive agents from State Farm and so forth. So she gives us a list of people that if a referral comes in from that list, then we know it's because of her, so that way we can track it. And then we give her a referral fee, a percentage, 25% referral fee for every referral that she brings into us, so on top of the hourly salary. So 25% referral fee on top of an hourly salary. It's not bad. You're not paying that producer commission and you're just paying the one-time referral fee for when the business comes in and, and this retired police officer is just, you know, again, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner on their hourly time. And again, because she's not necessarily making the sale, she's not concerned with getting that commission. And okay, wow, mind blown again, right? Um, yeah, I was just waiting for Jerry to tell me they were just giving him a referral fee. And then I was like, oh, on top of the salary, that makes sense. So it seems like, you know, they again, they've got the list, they're tracking. Again, you'd also, you know, have to be diligent in asking the system again has to be diligent because if you weren't able to properly track this stuff, then you wouldn't be able to give credit to your hired face. And the hired face is definitely a strategy that I had never really considered or heard of, you know, just specifically hiring somebody for that purpose and that purpose alone, right? A handshaker and a baby kisser. I don't know. I mean, how many, are you going to go out and get yourself a handshaker and a baby kisser? Like, are you going to do that? Like, are you going to post an ad in the paper? Handshaker, baby kisser, wanted, please apply within, right? Just stick a sign outside your door. Don't do that. That's terrible. Um, is this something that you think should be used by more agents? Have we been selling ourselves short by trying to do all of these things, right? By trying to be the all-in-one, the jack of all trades, the master of none, right? We want to we want to be the producer, right? We want to be the handshaker and baby kisser. We want to be the service person. And again, service is probably the first thing cut out of the list, but we wanted, you know, again, if you're a one-man shop, you are all of those things, right? You are the person that's going out there. You are the person that's coming back and selling the policy. You are the person that's answering the phone when something goes wrong or a claim needs to be s submitted. You're all of those people. And despecializing them, I guess, in this capacity. And again, not using that word producer. In a way, secretly, I hope the CSRs aren't listening to this, devalues the position, right? Is if you just call them a CSR, I'm not sure. We didn't really, I guess I should ask Jerry and Nancy the pay structure. But again, it's going to allow you to pay a CSR differently than, the, than you're going to pay a producer. And a producer, again, much like we talked about that ego, they're going to think that they 
they deserve like the world and then a little bit more, right? Like that's most, that's most of us producers, right? We think a little bit too much of ourselves. And when you just say, Hey, I want you to go have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a bunch of people, shake hands, let them know who we are. And that if they ever need us, you know, teach them how to, you know, find us. You know, when you limit that job description to that on paper, it becomes a lot less valuable. That's a, that's a stretch, right? That's a strong word. It is very valuable. But again, the reason the agent is tied to those commissions for the life of the policy is because they've done all of that work, right? Because they were the, the five tool player, if you will, the person, the jack of all trades, possibly the master of none. And again, really good producers can handle it all. But again, are we just not giving kind of evolution enough credit? Are we not saying to ourselves, well, hey, maybe it's it's about time we think about the way we did things. And again, like I said, man, I thought this was a fantastic idea. We don't have a handshaker and baby kisser in our agency. I promise you, I'm waiting for me to I'm waiting for me to slip up and say something just awkwardly weird. I'm waiting for it to happen. It hasn't happened yet. But I think this is something that we should really look at, right? How are you going to deconstruct that process? How are you going to possibly devalue a valuable position and make those smaller positions much more viable as a collective whole? All right, so I want you to, for a second, if you're driving, don't do this, but when you get to a point where you're not driving, I want you to lay down on the couch. Imagine I'm your your insurance psychiatrist or therapist, if you will. I want to know what you're having trouble with in your agency. What's the one thing that you cannot seem to get a grip on? What can you not do? Or what do you think you can do better, right? Like if it's just even just the tiniest of processes, what is it? What is that thing that would make you that much more efficient, that much more better to handle everything that goes on in your day-to-day and provide a better, we, we say it all the time, customer experience. What is that thing? Joey at growprogram.com. I would like to, I'm, I'm curious. I want to kind of take the pulse of where everybody is at right now. See if everyone's struggling with the same thing or if there's like 18 different things that we're struggling with. I hope that's not the case, but um, you know, maybe four or five would be good. But Joey at growprogram.com. I want to know, I'm curious to know exactly what you are struggling with in your agency and how you think, maybe not how you think, but how you think maybe the industry is letting you down and or why you are have found yourself incapable of finding a solution to this point. And what type of solution would you be interested in finding? All good questions. I'm just curious. Throwing out a serious question. It's been a while. Serious? Like, this is really serious. I'm not even kidding around any of this. This is all pretty boring business operation stuff. Serious question. Joey at growprogram.com. Let me know what is going on with your agency. And hey, I hope to hear from you. Take it easy.